the Mr. Nelson Show. Brought to you by Nelson Theater, where you will find at selfie.com slash Nelson. That's S-E-L-L-F-Y dot com slash N-A-I-L-S-I-N. Yes, it's just that simple. There you'll find my poor man's mystery science theater treatment of old movies that are pretty crappy. But guess what? You get to watch them with me. Yes, with my smart-ass commentary, cartoon sound effects, crude bathroom humor, and (laughs) inappropriate laugh tracks. Yes, it's just great fun with your old pal, Mr. Nelson. So head over to selfie.com slash Nelson and order some good old crappy movies today. Full films, $1.75. Small short films, 90 cents. Oh my God, it's practically being given away. So help out the Nelson Show and enjoy yourself some destroyed films by yours truly. The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. And now, it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show! I had stuff open, I just panicked. Yeah. All right, well, yeah, you know, our boy Trump did a good job there. Uh, a couple of times I got worried uh, when he was, uh, you know, showcasing the uh, families who were victims of uh, illegal aliens killing them, and then the guy from uh, North Korea, and uh, you know, the cop that adopted the kid, and all that, all that good stuff. I kept worrying he couldn't help himself; he had to slip in some kind of joke. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then, fortunately, yeah. uh, no, <laughs> he didn't. Fortunately, he's got the right speech writers. You know, if I if right. I was a if I was there, I think I probably would have done that. And, and, oh uh, yeah, it, irresistible. You know, like oh yeah, come on. If you and if you can't clap for a cripple, who can you clap for? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, you you fucking asshole! Stand up for this poor man who couldn't stand up in North Korea. <laughs> I mean, what a guy! What what a great speech, though. You're absolutely right. I mean, he just. Uh, He's a he's such a great president. I'm so proud. Yeah, he's turned out a lot better than I expected. You know, uh, I, you had low expectations. Yeah, I did. Uh, oh, but first of all, you're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show, <laughs> episode 124. My guest is Pat Dixon of New York City Crime Report and Crime Report at Compound Media. Also, uh, the uh, Trump, the podcast that, by a staggering coincidence, also shares the same name as our current president. So, welcome back, Pat Dixon, to the... Hey, thanks very much, Doug. I appreciate that. So, anyway... uh, yeah, Trump. Uh, I you know I you know I voted for him, but mostly my reasons was I I needed a Republican in to stop the bleeding at the very least, and I certainly couldn't just do nothing in the face of a Democratic candidate who was just flat out committing crimes in front of God and everybody, and uh, so yeah. uh, Trump was the choice. And but I've gotten a lot more than I expected. Uh, I certainly you know the Supreme Court choice, uh, the the deregulation which is woefully unreported that he was able to do because, uh, well, that's what happens when you, you're dependent on uh, executive orders like Obama did. The next guy can come in and undo it all on his own, which he did. And, you, and the current uh, 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 gains in the economy, 
you can tie directly to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's it is underreported. You know, he, he set the standard of what was it? Uh, he said I wanted to like. He said he would get rid of two regulations for every one new regulation they added. Right. And I don't know if he followed up on it, but he actually got rid of twenty-two for every one that he added. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and for people who don't understand the importance of it, I really didn't you know think about it that much either but in real terms you know like a major piece of uh regulation costs the economy costs you know uh the country you know in, in dollar terms uh like a hundred thousand dollars i think or a hundred million there's a big difference so we yeah. just looked at it i think it's a hundred million that's a lot of money uh yeah and yeah thousand isn't a lot of money so that must be a hundred million but like, well, you compound it by each entity that has to pay it, and then it you get into the hundred millions. You know? Yeah, yeah, and 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 Obama was adding a new one every three days on right. <laughs> that's and and that's all you know verifiable and true and everything. And, yeah, uh, yeah. The regulation has had a the deregulation rather has had a, a big hand in, in changing things, turning them around. And I, I think that the speech the other night had a big hand in turning things around in terms of Trump's, uh, you know. Uh, perceived uh, insanity and all that stuff. Oh, you yeah. know, I was like, uh, you know, it, it's it's funny though. Uh, there's always naysayers, and the naysayers now, especially today on Memo Day. Yes. Are, yeah, I was gonna say, did you get the memo, Pat? Yeah, yeah, I got it. <laughs> I, I, I kind of feel like I got the memo back in 2015. You know? Right, but, right. <laughs> but, but some people are getting it today, and and man, it's uh, yeah, it's great. But the, the extent that people, I mean, I've been on Twitter a little bit, you know. I saw it. Kind of, uh, <laughs> celebrating. Yeah, it's it's remarkable the uh, the way people will lie about shit like that, you know. Yeah. Just like straight up tell you that you're reading something that you're not reading and not reading something that you are reading and you're misinterpreting. Yeah. You know, they, they one thing they focused on, and as we know what the memo is, it's, it's all the details, the uh, succinctly stated details. About it's a quick read. Have you read the whole thing? Yes, yes, I've gone through it. Uh, at, in some, the, the opposition, of course, says, "Well, there's no there there. It's a it's a dud and all that." No, it establishes the corruption that was in the FBI, all for the sake of Hillary and Trump, which is insane when you consider the risk they were willing to go. So there's a lot of people. If you pursue this further, which I'd be surprised if they do. There's a lot of people in big names that are going to have to go to jail. Yeah. Y- you know, uh, yeah, you would think, you know, yes. I mean, I suppose there, there, there's always some form of deniability if somebody's uh, in a position of power and, 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 you know, they've got the uh, resources to uh, do something. Somebody should go down. I don't know who, but uh, it would actually be. I well, mean, uh, I mean, definitely. I, if you're Peter Stroke, uh, I think the proper name is Struck. But if you're that guy, you you're really in trouble, <laughs> you know, because yeah. he's a lowly guy. So they'll put it all on someone like him, you know. Peter, his name is Peter Stroke. Right. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't get any better than that. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Peter Stroke had to cheat on his wife there, and right. so his tech with the. Uh, uh, Miss Page is the attorney there, his, yeah. his uh, paramour. Uh, you know, they very clearly reveal all that bias and everything. And uh, yeah. and they, he references an insurance policy against Trump that Andy mentioned. And that all has to do with pursuing right. this investigation, which, uh, you know, a good part of, like, as far as the surveillance goes, 
you know, the, the director, Andy McCabe, said under oath, without the information in the Steele dossier, that ridiculous, absurd, yes. discredited <laughs> Steele dossier financed yeah. by the DNC and Hillary Clinton to the tune of $160,000, right. all recorded, all reported, all this stuff is true. Without that, there would be no surveillance application, no no application for a surveillance warrant right. against against Page. And so I, I've had people tell me, no, nah, you're misinterpreting it. No, I, I, I'm really not. It's it's it's, it's verbatim. Right. It's that I mean, that, it, it, he said that in, in testimony to the committee. Right. Now, now, Adam Schitt, or I'm sorry, Adam Schiff, uh, <laughs> the, the Democratic congressman. I, I pronounced a damn shit. Yes. <laughs> He's claiming that, no, he didn't say that. Uh, now this, when you break that down, I'm sure once we release the transcript of his testimony and we'll see, meaning he probably didn't use the exact words, but the point is clear. Besides the point would be that Andrew McCabe said he, that no, no, uh, it wasn't, uh, based on the, uh, the, uh, the GPS, uh, dossier. Uh, uh, that's not what we went after. So if it's not, then then there's nothing to defend or what have you or not. So they're kind of revealing that it was, <laughs> you know, by their argument. Yeah, well, they, you know, they, and one thing they, that they do keep bringing up is that there was an investigation which was begun before the uh, FISA application back in October, uh, which was, you know, within, and that was based on Fusion GPS. Uh, yeah. The other one, the other investigation was supposedly based on uh, Australia's information about the WikiLeaks emails uh, that were obtained from Hillary Clinton uh, right. and and the you know DNC. Uh, now, why that would be? Why I, I guess it was uh, Papadopoulos saying that, right, right. And uh, and so, uh, but that was uh, that. You know, I'm not exactly sure how secret that was. Well, knowing no, about that. The insider really is not a. I mean, it's it's far from a smoking gun, and like and and the investigation was conducted by this stroke guy who, you know, has right. all these like strong evidence of bias. He really wanted to avoid a, a, a Trump presidency. In fact, he was so banking on Hillary winning that he's. It's been said in the media that that's why he went so light on Hillary when he investigated her. Oh, yeah. In fact, uh, I would say you're being kind to uh, say he went light on it. I mean, that the investigation into Hillary, we now know, without a doubt, was a complete sham. There oh, yeah. Was, it's a, you, you know. It was ridiculous. It was a joke. I mean, we and, and it reported at the time, the smashing of the iPads and all that. They're like, oh, yeah, we don't need to look at any of your stuff. Don't worry about that. We'll take your word for it. You don't have to be under oath, and we won't prosecute any of you. Well, that's right. not an investigation. That's that's more like a, a it's a meeting at best. Right. Yeah. That's all it was, was like, well, you know, how do we paint this? And, and, and in fact, I think if not for Loretta Lynch meeting with Bill Clinton on the tarmac, which they weren't supposed to be caught at that, they had agents keeping reporters away and stuff. And they're like, hey, what's going on? <laughs> so, oh, like, God, damn no. it, we got yeah. caught. Yeah. Exactly. And I mean, that's, that's, any meeting that you, that you have on a tarmac 
uh, in an, in a private airplane is obviously intended to be private, you know? Yes. <laughs> yeah. And so if, if Lynch hadn't done that, that that's what forced Comey's hand to come out and give the presentation he did. Otherwise he wouldn't have done that where, because when you read his statement, he goes by step by step, what the problems with Hillary was and all the crimes she committed. And then at the yeah. end, yeah, but we're not going to do anything. Uh, he would have rather not to have done that. You know, and now sooner or later it would come out, but hopefully they were banking that, well, the election would be over and no one's going to care. Uh, yeah, it'll really be president and it won't matter. And they made it, they, I, even the wording changed, you know, that yes. to like, from like, uh, you know, so he, he actually worded it in such a way that what he said was a crime. Uh, I don't remember the specifics. Oh, the, the the lettering of the law is uh, gross negligence. Gross negligence, yeah. And exactly. he said, no, it was extreme carelessness. Yeah, that was actually <laughs> crossed out by an assistant, by the way. He initially right. had, had negligence there, and I guess, uh, you know, he was probably going to let the public like, figure that out. And then, and but then- the amazing stupidity of it is that both words mean the exact same thing. So it, it, it's astounding that there's people that I call deliberately deliberate stupidity. They know better, but they want it so bad. Let's just pretend that, yes, that makes a staggering difference. Just re- oh, yeah. using different words than what's in the law. And it's complete horseshit. Yeah, they want to win, you know. Right. But the optics of him actually saying the name of a law that, that was broken uh, yeah. you know, or, or an illegal activity that was done, gross negligence, I guess the optics... And the uh, what what is what is it when you're hearing something? Not optics, but the the uh, uh, the audio. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the audio of it. <laughs> really, the whole reality of it, you know, <laughs> <laughs> the way it sounds, the way it is, and uh, it would reflect too much reality to say that. And and really, the cognitive dissonance of the American public is pretty strong. I mean, you know, a good a good half of it anyway. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, you know, at some point, it gets to be too much, and they don't want all these like poor liberals to have to try to defend that on Twitter, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. It's, 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 uh, to see the, the way they bend over backwards to, uh, to try and make it. So, and they, and they're so condescending about it too. You know, that's, what's funny about it. They're like, I mean, uh, try to keep up with the class and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, oh man, you're, uh, you know, that doesn't work. That doesn't work on this one. We got this in black and white. It's there. It's, it's out there for everybody to see. I encourage everybody to read it. Yes. For themselves, you know, and don't rely on anybody's, even our interpretation of it, you know, because like, I mean, I'm not interpreting anything. It's just, it's there. Yeah, I'm reading what it is. I mean, the warnings ahead of time was that, well, it's going to threaten national security. There is no way you can make that case reading that document. It's just not there. So I, you know, so at this part of the case, it, it remains what, each new re- revelation simply confirms what I suspected about this whole thing. Even in the, the early days, I thought, oh boy, they might've screwed up and they met with somebody and there might be something to this. There is no Russian collusion. That is complete. That That's a total fantasy at this point. I know. And, and that was the thing. Somebody else uh, said on, on Twitter today, like, uh, wow, uh, Mueller must be getting close, you know, with all these Russian bots on, on uh, Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> That guy's in a dream world, you know? Yeah, well, that's exactly right. About about Clinton's investigation, too. You know, when Comey came out with all that and he said that they weren't going to prosecute, it's a direct instruction from Loretta Lynch, who had had the meeting with Clinton after that meeting. You know, I mean, just 
a direct order and he goes why not and she just said we're just not you're just not going to do it i mean he answers to uh you know the attorney general yeah and so that's the deal you know i mean like uh that's how you 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 know that's how orders are you know your boss tells you so can't even blame comey on that one that's loretta lynch in her meeting with clinton and she upset you know that was under oath he said yeah she told me that that we weren't going to prosecute and that was it yeah, Comey is part of these guys because they well, he's a Republican and all that sort of stuff. That doesn't matter. Uh, they're overall they you, you got to side for their for their point of it. They got to side with fellow assholes in order to protect the gravy train that the political class is all about. So having yeah. some guy like Trump come in, they they don't know what to expect. There's all these these nasty unwashed masses supporting him with their shitty red hats, and we can't let that shit come in here. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 threatening that uh, apple cart that they've built over you know decades, where they where Washington D.C. is now the richest city in the world, you know. And, yeah, and what did they produce? Absolutely nothing. You know, it's hey, because uh, they control the doors. You know. Yeah. Look, I mean, when you're when you talk about the government, the government shutdown. I heard that. I was like, good. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Take a year off, you know, because like we don't. I mean, I'm talking about the federal employees and the mail, not the mailmen. They don't work for them, but I don't think right. so. But like, uh, you know, the whoever is, a, you know, running the fucking stuff. Yeah. And, uh, and 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 yeah, and especially Congress. Even that's the main one. Let Congress shut down. You don't yeah. have to shut down all of them. <laughs> Just them. Right. And continue some of their ongoing health care that they got forever too. But oh, you know yeah. more. More to the point about Comey, you know, and who he has to side with being a Republican and all that. When you're in a Democrat uh, administration, such as Obama's, yeah. where dirty tricks are the rule uh, to begin with, you know, I mean, you that's it. You know, shit, shit, it comes from the top, you know, right, Everything right. Top. And, and the top is Obama. And, you know, I mean, like the NSA. I think it was like Memorial Day weekend. They revealed all their leaks, you know, or not not leaks, but all their unlawful searches that they've made on on U.S. citizens. Yeah. And talk about an overlooked story. I right. mean, it was <laughs> there was a, a large, large, large number of illegal searches, you know, conducted by the NSA, and you know, that's, and a lot of that's on political opponents and shit like that. If they ever got to the bottom of that, yes. I mean, Watergate is already starting to look like you know. Oh, Watergate's uh, a joke compared to this. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, because I mean, here, uh, you see, what Nixon does? Well, he he hires some thugs to break into an office. <laughs> Obama uses the government to do it. <laughs> yeah. Let's get some shitty bullshit uh, 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 dossier and tell the FISA court, hey, look, we've got grounds to look at this guy because, well, he's a Russian agent or some shit. And uh, okay, and it's not real. You know? And they're like, oh, wait a second now. We, we have to have some corroboration on this. Okay, uh, so Fusion GPS tells Steele, hey, do us a favor. Go talk to Yahoo about this. Get it out on their news. So, Because uh, who the fuck reads Yahoo News? You know yes, what I mean? But exactly. They, they, they didn't want the world to know. They just wanted it out there, you know, so right. that they could come across it. Uh, the FBI could come across it and uh, and use that to say, look, I mean, this corroborates everything that's in the Steele thing. So. And that was and that Yahoo News bullshit, yeah. which again, I I, don't, I could not tell you when I've been on Yahoo News, uh, <laughs> but uh, it was it was quoted, it was cited like extensively throughout the initial FISA warrant. Yeah, right. So when, it, when actually it was leaked to them by Steele himself, it all it all came from the same source. Yeah. 
<laughs> and who do you, whose idea do you think that was? Do you think Fusion GPS came up with that? They're an opposition research. They're not a dirty trick fucking, you know, outfit. No, that's, their, that's, that's what they're hired to do. Meanwhile, Steele, which was also eliminated from the FISA uh, report for the, to get the warrant, was that Steele was adamantly anti-Trump. He, would, he went on about, we've got to stop Trump. I can't live with the idea that this man could be president and all that. They weren't told any of that. So immediately yeah. the bias of, well, gee, what's the credibility of what he's reporting on and all that? And, you know, but I mean, right off the bat, uh, hey, a Russian prostitute's pissing on a bed. <laughs> on stuff. its face, you just dismiss yeah. it. You know? I mean, my it's, God. And I think that's in there because they wanted it to be memorable. Right, so right. We're not going to, what we need is something that people will repeat and have fun with, you know, and talk about the water sports and all that. Yeah. I think, I think it's all just like a silly thing that they, you know, wanted to, to, you know, I, it's, I'm pretty sure that's not been corroborated anywhere, but, no. uh, you know, well, the can, idea is they were saying like, uh, all the Russians got this on Trump. There's like, they videotaped it and he doesn't want to come in now. So now he's their bitch. But the problem is, you just revealed it if it was true. <laughs> so it's utterly useless. Plus, the whole thing about fusing GPS, which is funny, is that this is, this is, well, Hillary paid them to get this information, and they get it from Russian operatives. <laughs> so they yeah. say, well, that was opposition research. <laughs> well, if Trump yeah. had done it, it's, it's treason. It's collusion, yeah, right. exactly. It, it, so, it, and, and really, the genius... Of, of pulling collusion with Russia in order to allege collusion with Russia <laughs> to cloud the whole issue, you know, because it always sounds like, you know, you're colluding with Russia. No, you are, you know, it's just, <laughs> it's just like some dumb defensive response. And they, you know, they, they're yeah. really smart when they come up with this shit. And it, that's why it takes us so long to untangle, you know, it's like right. the whole country is like a ship that has to like, it takes time to turn that whole thing around because you go, wait, it, it, you know, there's, there's a lot of weight. There's just a lot of nonsense to negotiate. But even Steele, with as much as he hated Trump, I don't think he could have come up with the idea on his own oh, no. to go to Yacht. I think that, and I don't think GPS could have come up with it. Uh, the, he said he did it on their order, so I don't think it was their business. Yeah. I think that came from Hillary slash Obama slash yeah. whoever in the DNC, you know. And a lot of GPS's work that they had, they did, they don't really release it. You know, it, it's the damage is being used after the election. Hillary's looking for that for the purposes of the election. And even if you don't believe it, they they leak it out so that it's out there and enough people can vote, believe it. And the fence centers won't, will won't vote for him. And that's what that's for. That happens all the time. Now, for this to be used to go to a FISA court <laughs> to violate the law, basically, you know, to invade this man. Uh, it, it's so yeah. Normally, if we were a nation uh, based on the rule of law, you, you could have prosecutions all the way to Obama on this. Yeah, because, I, I would think so. Yeah, I mean, like you, you just keep following that trail. It used to be that way somewhat, you know. I mean, like yeah. when, when I guess when Watergate happened, uh, there was a public groundswell and stuff like that. Vietnam didn't help. Ah, shit, right. I don't know. <laughs> they were intrepid reporters, you know. And now it's called, they, they think they, whatever, it's, uh, oh, these congressmen are lying. It's like, who would have said that then? You know what I mean? Like, right. there were these biased congressmen who were just trying to deflect from the Russia investigation, which has produced, and, and you know, like, Manafort, come on, you know? I mean, well, Manafort's like, convict, or conviction of, uh, uh, is, well, well, his 
damn it. Totally unrelated. To it, yeah, it's totally unrelated to it. And that's the thing of it is all the way from, from, from Flynn to Papadopoulos, which now they're saying, well, Papadopoulos is still a serious investigation. Well, because he lied to a federal agent, but these are the process crimes. So it's like, uh, Pat Dixon, uh, you were supposed to have a meeting with such and such. And uh, were you drinking Mountain Dew or Pepsi? And uh, uh, I, I believe it was Pepsi. No, it was Mountain Dew, Pat. So you yeah. have just lied to a federal agent. That's, I'm not kidding. That's no, what yeah. they would pursue on. Same, but that's what that's what happened with Flynn. You know, there was right. nothing illegal about what he did, but he was uh, he was approached by FBI agents and taken to his office and questioned without an attorney present. Yeah, and uh, you know, that's a bad thing. You know, that's a, you you think like, oh, I can trust the FBI, right? You know, but you you can't. <laughs> and uh, yeah, they were actively trying to to uh, you know to get something. Yeah. And they and if. They phrase something like that as like some kind of. He also lied to the vice president, which is not good. Yeah, that's but, what got uh, him fired. Was when he lied. You know, Flynn screwed up, and I was surprised by that and his attitude and everything. But it's all. Yeah. But then I was like, well, is there something to this? Was there? There's nothing. I mean, you would know it by now. You know, yeah. and I mean, the idea that he met with the Russians because they're the incoming uh, 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 administration. They all do. It's his job to do it. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 State Department. State has no uh, problem with any of that. You know. I mean, it's it's not illegal. It's it's not even questionable. It's right. uh, it's expected. If he you know? if he was dis- uh, if he was discussing a quid pro quo deal, they'd they'd had the NSA would have had that on tape. Well, then then again, you also look and say, hey, you know, why did Obama, uh, you know, toss out the uh, the diplomats as he did? You know, the Russian diplomats. Uh, at the time that he did. And I think that part of the reason he did that was to make sure that that would get the Russians and the incoming Trump administration talking. Yeah. You know, and uh, and it's I'm sure it did, you know, because they what they wanted to do was they wanted to get somebody recorded saying something like, uh, hey, don't worry about the, the you know, uh, what, what God, what's the word for that? You know, the uh, like when a, a stated condition where you're like, you know, uh, the. They always uh, level them against people when they don't want to actually bomb them, you know. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, uh, what, what, you know the word I'm talking about, right? I should, the, uh, but <laughs> yeah, it, it's like a. Uh, well, anyway, it, it, it's it's the whatever the, the the shit that Obama laid down right before. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and they just wanted to, they wanted to get him on tape saying, "Don't worry about the sanctions." That's a sanction. Oh yeah, this okay. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. Like, don't worry about the sanctions. Uh, you know, when, as soon as I'm president, we'll take care of that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's that's what they that's what he was trying to do. You know, do something ridiculous that he knew would have to be corrected early on, and uh, just to you know keep the peace with Russia, you know, a, a major competitor, and uh, you know they can they, we can be friends or not, you know, but just to put them at ease, you know, to to, to you know illegally say something like that. I probably you know he probably questioned whether or not anybody would even know that was against the law, which yeah. I wouldn't have known. Yeah. But I mean, and that's that's true. The links to which uh, Obama and Democrats will go for the purposes of theater is extreme because we, you know, like the the government shutdown that happened under Obama, uh, where he decided to put uh, barricades in front of open air uh, monuments <laughs> during the shutdown. <laughs> 
when you're actually uh, spending money to, to, to do the shutdown, <laughs> when the whole purpose of a shutdown is the money isn't there. Uh, this type of stuff that he would do. Of course, it did. It backfired when the World War II veterans say, what's this bullshit? And they moved the barricades out of the way <laughs> you know? yeah. and all that sort of thing. And then even to today, theater is uh, paramount to the Democrats because basically uh, what Trump has done is what something I've been waiting for a Republican to do was to call their bluff. So he's telling them, okay, I'll keep your dreamers. You know, we'll legalize them, but you got to give me the wall. Very simple deal. Yeah, dreamers, if you want, this is what you want. He's giving you what you want. Take the deal. The Democrats can't do that because even if he was saying, okay, I'll take the wall out of the deal, they still really can't take the deal because they need the theater for the election this year. <laughs> yes. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's that's really true. They got to keep them on their side and make sure they know that Trump is the devil. Right. And, uh, and, and that they can't count on uh, him for anything and all that crap. You know, I mean, like he's made good on all his promises so far. You know, yeah. you know, if he says that, I mean, he's going to do it. Right. But, uh, you know, you, you ever been to the theater? To the theater? Yes. <laughs> Did you get dragged there by somebody? Oh, well, yeah, a couple of times. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Ever by a man? Probably Ever. not. No. <laughs> no. no. You got dragged there by a woman. So yes. so we, we know women love theater, you know. Right. And uh, and, and uh, that's that's who the theater is all for because, you know, the, the Democrats really, you know, they, they are uh, – they're actors. They have a very specific audience, you know, uh, and uh, <laughs> it's 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 the same as the press, you know, because when you want to sell something, you have like you have a, an idea in this case or a set of ideas, an ideology, and and it's an easy one, you know, uh, and it's gotten easier since Trump. Really, it's just like whatever he says, we hate, you know. Uh, it, it doesn't even you don't have to go into issues, you know. So like uh, that's why it's aimed at women because women are not. You know, they, they're not really into the details of how all this shit works. You know, just tell them, you know, as my friend Seth said the other day on New York City Crime Report, you know, like, uh, you know, they, they want to say, oh, look, it's a this. Here's a sad baby who wants to be a citizen, you know. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and that's it. Uh, they, you know, they want they like symbols and they like and they, you know, they they enjoy the they enjoy the mic drops and the posturing and the condescension and the and the cattiness, you know. Right. Uh, rather than the. uh I mean, like, look, they told him to go put on pussy hats and march in the streets for, for an, to protest an elected, a legally elected president right. because of his anti-woman policies. What woman has been deprived of her rights this year? I mean, and, and nothing bad like that happened. And now they've gone through the whole year. And yet they told him to do it after the inauguration, I mean, a year later. And they do the same shit. Right. They're just they're, they're lemmings, you know. Yeah. Go out there and march with the Muslims. Well, that's the thing. Whenever uh, reality is against you, the only way you can beat reality is through pure emotion. And yeah. that's how you can manipulate things. And, of course, the theatrics and it's loud and it's all that stuff. I mean, well, I hate to bring him up, but uh, Hitler understood this. <laughs> <laughs> back when he was doing so they you know they got those pictures of him practicing in front of a mirror about how mm -hmm. to look you know back then because that's why he's so agitated and the stuff in his performances because that would draw them in you know and it's it, an it's actually a very appropriate comparison though because 
that's what we have. It's like almost a religious and Nazi like sort right. of response. Very cult like. Yeah. I mean, like they, they don't want to, they want to shout people down. They're dressing up in black and right. uh, storming conservative events and, and they, they, they want to stop. Why would it be so important to stop a message? You know? Yeah. Because it could it, not possibly catch on in this beautiful country. You know what I mean? Like, right. like nobody. This is not a this is this is not a fascist country and never will be unless that sort of behavior is allowed to prevail. Right. The, 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 that's another weird example of they're completely blind to the fact that they're trying they're out there demonstrating that they're fighting fascism with fascism. And yeah, it, 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 it's violent. yeah, I mean, to the it's point, violent. like you said, they even have the uniforms and everything at this point. Yeah. Uh, yeah I mean, look at Antifa's symbol. I mean, it's not far from a swastika. Yes, man. It's nuts. <laughs> it's, it's incredible. Nuts. I mean, how can you it's, not it's, see that? The, the cognitive dissonance, again, to right. accept that idea that, like, well, we are trying to prevent fascism. We're not out there trying to, we're not just thugs. We're trying to prevent fascism. We're idealists. You know, okay, what's fascism? Well, it's, a, it's a, an authoritarian form of rule. Uh, <laughs> Shouting down ideas that you don't believe in. Okay. So, you Wait, know, what? They, they, <laughs> <laughs> and they recognize that Obama is their Hitler, you know? Right. It, it was a, like the a, a cult leader. Uh, they, they, you know, and the massive amount of, of hero worship and uh, superstar status that they put on Obama. Yeah, which a yeah. lot of things about Obama, I don't even blame Obama for it. I blame all the people that were sucking his ass. And, yeah, uh, sucked ass. Well, did they? I mean, he is the most well sucked ass of anybody <laughs> in the history of the office. That's true, Pat. Uh, that's, I can't that's sit down half the time because I have to stuff my prolapsed anus back in because it's not that it's been fucked, Pat. It has not, but it has been uh, sucked out. Sucked and licked. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, like, for he's reputed to be such a charismatic speaker, you know, and such a, and so good at giving speech. I've never, I don't see that at all. No, I never did. You know, he's good at raising his voice at the appropriate time. That's it. You know, the yeah. rest of it is just like you know, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> a lot of paralanguage in there. You well, know? whenever he was off script, boy, you could see it that he had nothing. It was yeah. quite the empty suit. I mean, the whole thing about it was that when he came on the scene, he was able to give a speech better than Al Sharpton and Jesse Jackson. <laughs> that was what they were comparing him to, so that yeah, uh, Obama could do a speech better than they could. Well, those guys are proven losers, too. You know, yeah. I mean, like, they got so much baggage, and the only way to get uh, a Democrat without baggage is to elect, you know, the youngest president in the history of the goddamn United States. <laughs> No experience, nothing. Right, right out of diapers, never done a thing. You know, there's like, just <laughs> That's don't right. vote for anything weird, okay? Well, this like very short time while you're in the Senate, for yeah. God's sake. Now he's he in the did, Senate for five minutes and he runs for president. Yeah, exactly. But where's his big government experience? You know, like oh, oh. Besides that, he was a community organizer. <laughs> he's a rabble rouser. <laughs> yeah. For you know, that's what he yeah, you know, which just means he was a shakedown artist who would go to different entities and whatnot throughout Chicago. And uh, boy, if you don't uh, give us a donation, we're going to have to call you a racist and have the crowd shut up at your front door. Yeah, all right, here's a check. That's, right. Uh, you know, that's yeah. Rainbow Coalition and so forth. It's the same thing over and over again. 
yeah, and, and, and yet, you know, that, that's like, uh, that's easily, that, that's the last person you want to elect to right. president. Somebody, the last. I mean, in that sense, with Trump, uh, it, Trump is probably the most qualified president we've had in our lifetime. Because he, he comes from a managerial background. That's what yeah. the job calls for. You know, yeah. Obama has never even managed a McDonald's as a teenager. <laughs> he, I don't no. think he even ever, he never had a job. He was always just an activist. So, yeah, an he, activist is a job now. You know what I mean? Right. Like, and, but you're right. Not a, not, not a, not a punch in, you know, nine to five ever do anything. Kind of, I know that being president, you know, that's supposed to be a hard job. Where's all his gray hair? How I many? He didn't look all fucked up like the rest of them do. <laughs> well, he got some amount of gray hair, but yeah, he still looks pretty much like he did. So maybe he yeah. just stopped dying it or something, but uh, yeah, they're all that you know from him and Michelle too. Just uh, you know the the kind of shit she said. Oh, when he got nominated to be president or elected or whatever, you know, I I forget what occasion it was that she finally said. She said that was the first time I've been proud of my country. Right. Yeah, okay. That's that's a really that's an American voice we want to highlight right there. <laughs> Unless my husband, my fucking husband, becomes president, <laughs> I'm not proud of this country. Yeah. Wow. That's well, you know what, Pat? I will give them this. They ran on hope, and yes, I had hope that it would end. So I, they, they uh, did achieve that. Yeah. <laughs> and they're still preaching all we have is hope. How valuable is hope, really? You know, my mom used to say, hope in one hand and shit in the other, and see which one fills up first. <laughs> <laughs> a, a wise woman, your mother. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's true. Uh, you can uh, keep your hope and change. <laughs> but that's, yeah, uh, Michelle in that statement revealed, that, you know, you couldn't talk about their radical background and uh, Obama's love for Marxism, which he speaks to in his books, if any of these idiot press people had read it. And, uh, and I'm guessing that's probably why his co college records remain sealed, because he probably wrote many a thesis on how great Marxism was. And then uh, Michelle going on about we got to change our history, which I don't know how you do that without a time machine and stuff like that. It's all this very Marxist type sentiments and spread the wealth and all that type of thing that they went through. And, yeah, and, and so history, yeah, she means uh, white people have to atone for right. Shit. Yeah, yeah. So you know, there's more money to get out of the deal and stuff like that. I mean, the change your history is a common uh, Marxist trope that many of the great experiments of the 20th century that massacred a hundred million people <laughs> that went through the most notably with like the Khmer Rouge, when they came to power, they established, this is now year zero. So you're not supposed to remember what happened before because they wanted, you know, stupid, ignorant people are easier to control than someone who, who understands that the, the old con, you're, you're going to recognize it when you've got some experience that now that that's a lie. And well, they'll kill that bastard, you know, but if well, you don't know anything, then it works. Well, that's exactly, again, I mean, I hate to keep saying it, but I mean, that's why the Democrats, you know, market certain segments of the population, you know, like, right. uh, for instance, you know, Women are a large group. They're like over yeah. half the country. So, like, if you can get all the women to co-sign on this idea that, like, uh, and by the way, women and they, they police this internally too. They don't like women who step out of line. No, they will, no, they'll ruin you on social media. They'll stop being your friend. You cannot step out of line with the women. They run a tight ship, <laughs> and uh, it, it's gotten that way more so now, way more so since Trump. You know, what I mean, like, it was like if it was at a ten before, it's at a thousand now. 
you you there's just no dissent allowed. I mean, they didn't even let the uh, during the women's march, the pro life women don't get the march. So it's not a women's march. It's a no. It's a it's a you leftist know, woman's march. That's all it was. You and know. they've been, and, you know, the, they might have known the press about if they read his books. They probably did read his books, and they probably liked them. You know, because well, like, right, 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 right. But very they cozy with with Marxism, very cozy with communism in general. I mean, like, yeah. uh, the, the, it's it's a it, the, I mean, Sanders calls himself like a democratic socialist or a socialist democrat or something like that. It doesn't it, matter. Not <laughs> even a pejorative anymore. No, you know? I mean. Uh, and, and they're hooked in. They're hooked in rather tightly to the Democrats and, you know, also the Na- National Council of Churches. I mean, that's a proven deal. So uh, those are those are communist front organizations, basically. So, they, right. you know, yeah, it's important to contextualize Obama uh, knowing that he was trying to ruin the country and not just making mistakes. Right. Right. Yeah. He, yeah, he did make mistakes, but that, <laughs> but there was a plan there about, you know, we had to fundamentally change our country. And yeah, uh, so right. things like that uh, is what he meant. And of course, healthcare was a huge win for them. About nat- once you nationalize that, then we really got you by the balls. You yeah, they know. got your they got their hand right there. You know, in in the pockets. That yeah, exactly. They 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 got you by the balls. And that's you know, really, if they could get everybody to be on uh, uh, on welfare, right. that would be the ideal thing. Yeah. They want everybody on it. They they want everybody. That to secure, I mean, they, I mean, they want some people working for a living and paying taxes. They want to take all their money, but the rest they want on welfare because uh, that way, all they got to do is, uh, you know, if that's the one who's giving you food, that's the group who's giving you your life. That's the group. I mean, like, you know, and you don't have to work, then that right there is who you're going to vote for forever. You know, yeah, and, that's uh, the position because you have to, you know, yeah, exactly. If you, you that's to, your yeah. existence. You have to, and that's why they're interested in uh, legalizing uh, illegal people because they, they're kind of going through the groups that they've exploited, and they're they're running out of the numbers, and so they need. So if they could just get these uh, illegal aliens in here legalized at some point, and the next step will be to get them to vote, which is just will be a week after they legalize them. <laughs> uh, yeah. this will be a whole new, and, and, and the Republicans cannot counter that they'll lose you know I, I can't believe that why don't they just give absentee ballots to the people who haven't crossed the rio Grande yet exactly know? yeah syrian refugees who are, who are stuck off someplace and like, uh, you'll be here soon enough i right. mean they were going to bring so many of them in and, and it's just like well there's no other explanation for that i mean all this humanitarian bullshit you're talking about that's they that's don't not care. really that's ridiculous it's just well ridiculous. yeah apparently it's perfectly okay to swindle out a country like haiti why uh, giving away government uh, bids on uh, contracts and whatnot to shitty companies who contributed to your your uh, charitable foundation and swindle out the country by giving them shoddy work and taking all that money and pocketing it. But the worst thing you can do is refer to that dilapidated, devastated nation as a shithole. That's yes. that's a line too far. Well, ripping them just, off is fine. I was just appalled when I heard that very accurate uh, description <laughs> of countries you know i thought it to be listen if you're going to be up there telling the truth in a private meeting with your advisors right. well we can't have that you know we need dishonesty on all levels of government and if you look i mean that uh, guy with that democrat durkin or durden whatever Old it was. durbin who is just a piece okay. of shit oh, yeah, and, and just just Durbin. for context to remind people durbin is the one who went to the floor of the senate during a time of war and said that our soldiers uh, were rapists, Nazis, and gulag guards reminiscent of uh, Pol Pot. So, yeah, that, that's, that's sure Dick Durbin. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can follow it with that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so he was in there to torpedo that that whole thing anyway. You know, what I mean, right, like, right. Like, you know, so I guess you could argue, gee, Trump, uh, you need to be careful around those assholes uh, because uh, nothing's private. Uh, All this stuff fits together like a puzzle because when you look at how how much the media, I mean, even down to social media, protects their their base of of Democratic voters by doing things like taking uh, Milo off Twitter for nothing. Yeah, you know he called himself a dangerous faggot, and <laughs> and he was he was a danger to them, you know, yes. and he knew that. Like right. you have a conservative gay guy, who you know white, uh, straight conservative males rally behind, yes, really look up to. You know that is a dangerous faggot to the to the Democratic Party because it destroys the the theater. Like again, that they're putting the position because the, the, that's the problem. That's why he had to be taken off Twitter. Because you can't have a gay man with right-wing or conservative ideas. Because that's yeah, not supposed yeah. to happen. And like you yeah. said, doubly so, uh, even like rednecks or whatever cheering on <laughs> Milo Yiannopoulos like a rock star. Uh, I don't care if he sucks dick. He's our faggot. <laughs> you know? yeah, exactly. And it's what, it's it, you know, it's exactly the kind of thing that, that we need uh, as a you know as people who are conservative or people who just kind of see the bullshit. Right. You, know, you really need somebody like that to kind of spark it and kind of say like, look, uh, clearly we don't have a problem with this guy. You know, yeah. uh, that's why they always put their most obnoxious gays right on the front line. I think now that yeah. I think about because yeah. they're like, well, we know you'll hate this guy, and then you're right. you know, like, <laughs> say something that you know anything that's critical <laughs> of this guy, and we'll interpret that as homophobia. He's figure. We know you're gonna hate this guy because we can't stand him either. Yeah, <laughs> we put him up front. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They, it's it's a uh, it's a it's a, always a provocation. You know, they they're they're all about that. And, uh, oh yeah, Jesus Christ. I mean, we even siding with communists has become something that you don't even take note of, even on the Senate floor. Right. Uh, Jeff Flake said that that you know by using that shithole comment uh that trump did yeah he started talking about how oh oh no it was it was that but it was also when he that he said that the fake news is the enemy of the oh people. yeah attacking the press is what joe stalin did and all that yeah yeah which is like and, and he goes even khrushchev uh said that he forbade the use of that term because it was uh so so fraught with uh ill ill intent and all that you know he <laughs> So, so you're aligning yourself with Khrushchev against Trump. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which defeated In his order. whole point. Yeah, and Khrushchev was, he, he, he participated in the purges with Stalin for Exactly, sake, he know? was and his he, lieutenant. He didn't do anything. You who, know? Who's a bigger, and he said, uh, Flake said, despotism is the real enemy of the people. And oh, like, well, who's God. a bigger despot? The guy who uses a term or the guy who forbids you to use the term? Right, Exactly. You know? Right. Yeah. Jeff Flake is another one. I Oh, God. He's a guy who got into Congress being a Tea Party darling. And then when he won the, the Senate, he does a total 180. Uh, he might as well just switch parties. Uh, but he yeah. figures he's more valuable to like being a, a darling of the press as the, the, the Republican who calls out other Republicans, kind of like John McCain used to do. Uh, before exactly. he got sick. And uh, so that's what he's headed for. And I suppose he's going to try to challenge Trump 
in the primaries or some bullshit, but th- this will guarantee him a talking head gig on CNN and the like. Oh, you talk about licking ass. I mean, he just like told the president, uh, told the press, just spread your butt cheeks. Yes. media. Yes. I will lick that thing clean. Yeah. Like <laughs> the press is the beauty. It's such an important institution. Yeah. 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 Nobody said it wasn't, you know, Trump's got a lot of bad press and he never, he's hasn't Trump hasn't, He's actually caused a lot of bad press that instead of avoiding it, he's courted it. Right. That's like, you know, I mean, like, come on. Uh, that guy is a you know flake. When you think about it, as a Republican, he can be that R who's running against that D, you know, and still get those ideas in there. You know, but yes. he's highly compromised, like you said. You know, I mean, like, yeah. that's why his approval rating is 10 percent or something. Oh, yeah. I, I don't think he, I, I don't think he's running again in the Senate because he can't win. So, yeah, so I'm guessing he is going to try to mount a campaign against Trump, but that's just to keep his name there. Like I said, for some media gig that he can get out of it. Yeah, he doesn't. I, I, if you know, who knows? I mean, like it's clear he wants to do that, but I mean, who knows if he actually thinks he can like become the, the, uh, I mean, I, well, he'll take us, he'll give it a shot, but I don't know. Yeah, they, they know. love to have like some, some Republican who's as bad as a Democrat running against a Democrat who's worse than most Democrats. You're like, well, it's yeah, a win-win. But you know, yeah, yeah, they would. That would make them calm down. But the funny thing about it is, let's say for some bizarre, miraculous occurrence, uh, Jeff Flake defeats Trump in the primary and becomes the Republican nominee. Immediately, he's the devil in media. <laughs> John McCain had to learn that when he because he was the he was a darling and he criticized Bush and all this stuff, and then he ran and he got the nomination and he was pure shit. You know, yeah. I mean, that's those are the rules. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the know, way it plays. Like, yeah, that's true. I guess that's true. But I mean, like, yeah. if it just depends on how much the uh, people in the middle and, uh, you know, sort of begin to sway and side with Democrats and, and or, or Republicans, rather. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, I think a lot of people who didn't like Trump before who like him now. So I guess what I mean is there's people who would feel obligated to vote for a Republican yeah. uh, over a Democrat, even though it happens to be the worst you know, <laughs> yeah, the worst Republican. Republican. Well, that, that's why, like, when Mitt Romney came in, if Mitt Romney had just had a fraction of Trump's aggression and attitude, not the whole package, just a fraction of it, we'd be talking yeah. about his second term right now. But yeah, he, you know, he wilted in front of Obama when Obama was there. Was I mean, getting Obama in the first time is one thing, but reelecting him was just a disgrace. Yeah, we did the same thing with de Blasio here in New York City. We you know we had a right. mayor who's the worst, and he's just the acknowledged worst. He, he, you know, did he? There's a bribery scandal right now where the guy who bribed de Blasio is being indicted, and de Blasio is not. So right. somehow, <laughs> how does that work? Bribe going on. <laughs> I have no idea. That's that's how it, de Blasio is so crooked and shitty and and, and everything. Oh, but you know, geez. I mean, like he just uh. He, Nobody ran against him. Nobody. But 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 Pat, he's going to provide housing for homeless people right next door to the rich and uh, famous of New York City. Fine, fine, do it. <laughs> give him a house at some place instead of putting him in the fucking hotels for uh, you know. Yeah, you know how much he's spending on hotels? Two uh, like two hundred twenty-two dollars a night for sixty thousand motherfuckers. It's a lot. You know what I mean? Like, Damn. yeah, he's housing them uh, extremely temporarily and as expensively as possible because. Just like any Democrat, the whole idea of the job is to spend, yes, spend, spend all the money, ruin the place, and make it so that nobody can make a living here. Yeah, and, 
It's like it's, it's got to end up looking like New York City uh, in 1975 <laughs> before yeah. you'll get a, a decent conservative Republican back in the mayor's seat again. And then people complain. People will complain about crime then at that point and go and, and they'll say like, "Oh, I guess you're just not cut out for the city. Huh? You're, you're yeah. rough and tumble." Yeah. Like, hey, it's a parcel of living in a big city. Is this a, you know, it's it's like they, they talk about everything in veiled terms. Everything like when you talk about a cop who shoots a guy because he's breaking the law, then uh, they you know they always like come out with the cop's name and and, and everybody knows it and everybody knows who he is. They know his face. Uh, he has to you know stop being a cop basically. And sometimes even gets indicted because they're afraid of riots. Yeah. You know, they've got to sacrifice this one, you know, sergeant who did everything by the book, like Sergeant Barry up in the Bronx, you know, uh, and they, they, they really come after a guy. Right. But with right. all the people who get shot, you know, in, in the, uh, you know, in the communities, you know, that are that, where there's a less economic opportunity, however you want to phrase it, you know. Uh, but places that aren't doing too good, shitty neighborhoods, shitholes, we'll call them, you know, just to be diplomatic. Oh, Pat, we don't use that language here. <laughs> <laughs> People get shot in the shitholes. What You know, the de Blasio and his cohorts, they refer to it as uh, the realities of, of city living. You know what I mean? The, uh, right, right. Bad realities of gun violence. You know, it's 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 not like a specific person or even a specific community. <laughs> you know, the re- that's just the realities of gun violence. Yeah, that's what they'll do. And it, it's similar to because uh, of how bad the economy was under Obama and like uh, uh, what was it the, uh, uh, the the gross domestic product uh, was under one percent and hadn't been like that in forever. So, but then Obama's response was, "Well, this is the new normal." Exactly. And so the new normal. So you just had to accept it. And if you complained, you were uh, you know a racist, whatever. And yeah. then and then Trump comes in, and in less than one year. <laughs> We're back to two percent, <laughs> you know. So, and what what does and what does anybody say about everything? That, well, Obama happened? really did it. You that's know, that's all. Yeah, yeah, that's that's all been happening already. This is all, you yeah. know. Well, the the next question is: Explain to me how he did it. You know, you never yeah. get that. There's no analysis to it. The only thing I can point to, of course, is as I began the show with, is that Trump eliminated regulations, and when you do that, it 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 grows the capital available for investment and expansion and what have you. So oh, yeah. very, very cut, simple. It's not hard. It's not hard, yeah, but he cut corporate tax from 35% to 21%. Exa- yes. uh, and so like, well, it hasn't taken effect yet. Oh, yeah. Okay. But it, it builds confidence. Confidence is high. And, right. and by the way, it, those changes only just started taking effect. Now people have been getting bonuses since December. Yes, exactly. Cause they were, they were banking on it. They knew it was coming. You know, yeah. and it's coming. And like I said, the regulations that he'd already eliminated, that's a big deal. So now yeah. on top of that, we've got this corporate tax, which is the best part of the whole thing. People don't understand that. And, oh, the middle class is going to get hit because they're going to lose their deductions. No, dumbass. There, there's jobs aplenty. There's more revenue coming out of this. There's going to be. And then part of this is how you create more taxpayers. <laughs> so it'll increase the amount. And like I said, it's expanding the capital available for expansion and uh, growth for and, and, uh, and, e- and, e- e- the economy. 80, 80, and that's that's all true. And eighty percent of people will see a tax cut. They'll they'll get more right, money right. back. They'll pay in less money. Uh, paychecks have, have started getting bigger as of this month. You know, like less less withholding. That's a fact. People, I mean, like if you look at what he has put, you know, there's also like a uh, an additional uh, 
withholding uh, what do you call that a um, deduction a, a deduction for uh, uh, children or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It's something that some kind of shit that makes fucking liberals should make them happy. Yeah, uh, I don't have so I kind of just gloss over that, but I know you know how it works. <laughs> all the and all, as far as like the uh, they, they you're right they did get upset about not being able to deduct their uh, property tax. Right, you know. And, and they'll go ahead and say, like, well, you can't deduct it. You know, like I had this argument with, uh, actually, it's my wife's sister. She goes, well, we're not going to be able to write off our property tax. And we're going, yeah, you are. She's like, no, we're not. I'm like, and she goes, well, well yeah, like up to $10,000. I'm like, yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> different than not being able to do it, you know. But they, to them, like, glossing over something like that is just like, well, if you don't yeah. know, then I'm not going to, like, fill you in. But, like, because uh, they really want to be right. Uh, and that's not a, that's nothing on her character or anything like that. She's a fine woman, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but uh, that would the reason that the state governors like Cuomo and you know California, I guess it was Jerry Brown until recently. The reason they get so upset about that is because man, they are the biggest wasters of money. That there are they 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 and they tax the shit out of your property, right? Just because, you know, because like they say, hey, you can write it off and put it on the federal government, you know. And now you can't. <laughs> and now you can't, right? Exactly. Deal yeah, with can. your state, you know. Yeah, deal with your state. Deal with how high your taxes actually are now and how much that's being wasted. And, yeah, uh, yeah I think it's – I mean, Mike, they don't want I, that. They don't California states. is just a, a strange – uh, alternate universe place. <laughs> I don't know how long they yeah. can keep going like that. And like we were, you know, you were downing uh, De Blasio, but boy, he's got nothing on Garcetti because the homeless problem going on in Los Angeles right now <laughs> is beyond anything anyone's ever seen before, and it's growing. So yeah. Uh, well, hey, yeah. I would encourage any homeless people in New York City listening to go to the West Coast <laughs> where it's warm. <laughs> yes, at least there's that. Yeah, they should buy them tickets. That's what I would do if I was mayor. I would say you get a one-way ticket to the West Coast, <laughs> and you can never come back. Yeah. And if we see you, we're going to throw you into the Hudson. So don't <laughs> stay there. They love you there. Well, you know, Pat. Another thing that's popular amongst the left is uh, euthanasia, and uh, certainly in the Netherlands, they just recently finally uh, uh, killed their first uh, patient who wasn't dying of cancer or terminally ill or anything. She was a 29 year old woman and she, uh, she was just depressed and didn't want to live anymore, but she just couldn't bring herself to do to pull the trigger. So a doctor gave her, you know, a hot shot and she died. So uh, if they would do that here, perhaps some of the homeless problems, <laughs> could just be, uh, <laughs> I laugh, but uh, I, I, I think offer, this will be uh, coming. Euthanize them. I mean, you know, like, like, Hey, if you, you can either be homeless or you can get it home, and uh, but but all homeless people as of March thirtieth will be euthanized. <laughs> There'd be nobody on the streets. You're right. They're, they might appear to be crazy. They're not that crazy. But see, know. you know, you just gotta coach it in their proper language, as we talked about emotion and whatnot. Because I just want to end their pain and suffering, and I can't stand right. to see suffering like that. Well, and there's I no to help them. Why someone who has been so, you know, oppressed and neglected by society should it be subjected to that torture. Right. Uh, some natural law of how long people are supposed to live, even though they consume a lot of liquor and don't have <laughs> shoes on. There's no reason. 
I hear what you're saying. Yeah, you gotta you gotta make it sound like it's a good thing. You know, like I wonder why they do that. Why they, like it seemed like uh, when they started talking about these death, uh, you know, uh, what death courts or something like that. Oh, the death panels. Death panels. Yeah, uh, that's where they decide. Like, yeah, you're just you're totaled, right? Right. Yeah, they're gonna cut you off from treatment and whatnot because because yeah. the, the math isn't there. You can't keep uh, supporting everybody. So yeah, and that's and that's like somehow not like the most cold Nazi shit that you exactly. Ever- <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you must be terminated. <laughs> <laughs> you serve no useful purpose. You, you will be terminated. Have a nice day. Even when they're being nice to you, it sounds hideous and ugly. <laughs> yeah, peace be with you, okay? Oh, you're talking about the Germans. The though, Germans, right? yeah, I know. Sorry. Yeah. You know, but it makes sense. It's such a good analogy. But, you know, the, uh, the I want, old people eventually start voting for Republicans, you know. Right, right. Yeah, because so you, when you funny. live long enough and you pay attention a little bit, even if you don't know the full story, little, you're going to hear the same old con over and over again, and it's not. It's going to stop working. Young people, of course, are the easiest dupes for these movements. That's why you got you know Antifa, well, Occupy, and Black Lives Matter, and all that. It's the same shit, and yeah. they think they're doing something with you know dyeing their hair purple and all that, and. Young people yeah. really, you know, uh, they have a, a lot of capacity to be much better than they are, you know, in general. Yeah. Like yeah. That, you know? I mean, like well, they, the ones that join the military, obviously. Well, hey, and the people that are like, uh, you know, uh, that are young, uh, they're they're exactly that. You know, youth is more connected to like immaturity and immaturity is connected to like self-centeredness. Right. And, and yeah, you know, adolescence, like, you know, ad- yeah, adolescence stomping around hostility. Yeah. Uh, you know, stubbornness, all this stuff, you know, and, and those are the qualities that really make the best liberals. Yeah. I mean, a lot of uh, liberals are, I call them hard left these days because in a lot of ways, Pat, you and I are far more liberal than like Antifa or the Democrats, you know, we're more accepting of people. We don't, cause we don't give a shit, you know, it's like Milo Yiannopoulos. We don't care that he's, you know, chowing down on chocolate uh, love. <laughs> you know i'm all for it you know yeah yeah yeah, you're right you're right about that it is leftist hard left it makes a lot more sense you know yeah yeah liberal almost sounds like a good thing liberals like people like to you know they like to be liberals like i'm just like a cool like a lot of people describe themselves liberals because they really don't pay attention right right so they just like that's the thing like people who now like i've never been all that like politically astute and i admit that you know yeah. Uh, but here's what I can do. I, I'm pretty strongly analytic. Uh, you know, I can I can analytically look at something and say, oh, okay, yeah, and you can kind of like judge uh, easily. Really, you can determine like what's bullshit and what's not bullshit. I mean, uh, that just happens. You know, you just if you're an intelligent person, you can do that. I'm not special. You know, I mean, like, and and that's really the difference between your standard hard left and your standard like just regular ass American, you know, is that you can yeah. look at it and go, I know, I know bullshit when I hear it. And, uh, it, it, I hate to say it, but it's, it's, it's almost that the differentiation is almost that strong, you know, that just like, if you believe in that message and if, and, and you've read stuff at all, right. You know, and if you haven't read anything and you've just been going with the flow and everybody hates Trump. Okay. You know, at least you're not acting like, you know, anything for the most part, but like, just, you know, pay attention and you'll be fine. You right. just start paying attention now, you know, just start now. <laughs> yeah, for God's sakes, <laughs> just, just a few minutes attention. out of your day. Uh, 
you know. But yeah, and then that's the thing. Like, like a lot of times with like Trump, it, again, we come back to emotion and what they'll react to his attitude, his brashness, and he doesn't have proper behavior here and there. And a lot of that, I say, look, I'll concede the man's an asshole, but he's not the villain, you know. And it, 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 tell me what he did. You know, I don't care about grabbing by the pussy. And, and that's another example of people just like shithole. Like, I've never heard that kind of language before. I don't know what locker room you've been in. You're a liar. You know, You're and a liar. It, it, to the extremes they would go just to oppose this guy. And like it, 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 it's like your boss, Anthony, always says, you know, we've known Trump all our lives. He's the same guy he's always been. And I mean, the idea that he's the, the leader of white supremacy <laughs> And all this crap uh, it is absurd to go to that links. To, it just exposes just how little the opposition has, at it, if anything. Oh, and they have zero. And, and, and they really, they need Trump to be as obnoxious as he is. But we do, too. I mean, like, it's an absolute must. Without his style, his brash style. He wouldn't have got in. everybody a nickname. You know what I mean? It's like. I'm, I, I really regret to inform uh, anybody, you know, when they aren't aware. I actually, uh, we like that. I'm going to say I like it. I'm going to say we like that. We like how Trump is. Yeah. We like the fact <laughs> that he calls out shit. And we like the fact that he says, you know, only Rosie O'Donnell. Instead right. of taking that stupid <laughs> bullshit question that she was asking seriously, yeah. Megan. Like, uh, we, we like the fact that he says, yeah, it's a shithole. I like that. I don't yeah. think that's a bad thing. I think that's a good thing. It's like political correctness has to be destroyed. It's the most important thing. Oh, yeah. Thing. And that's, the most important thing. that's one of the things that brought me to him because I said, if anything, uh, Trump's campaign dealt a fatal blow to political correctness. Because, I mean, you can go all the way, like what he said about John McCain being a loser or what have you. And normally, that's the end. of You're dead politically for something like that. And then he survived yeah. it. I thought, whoa, whoa, something's going on here. And it, what it is is that even if you're not, like you said, politically astute or you're not into history or whatever, it, people had the, the feeling that something's not right, you know, and that the corruption of what Washington, D.C. is is so bad now that, yeah, we'll put Trump in there even if he's not, he's rough around the edges and everything, but he's leaps and bounds better than the alternative, you know, which is more of these lying pieces of shit and empty suits and what have you. Yeah, exactly. And his policies are pro-veteran. Yeah, they're good. Pro-veteran. He's not. So those are the people who would be pissed off about him saying that. You know, the other people that'd be pissed off about it are women who say, like, "Can you believe that he said that?" Uh, and then the men who have to agree with them to get laid. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. Yeah, That's what it is. <laughs> so there's those. You know what I mean? They've, yeah. they've, those are ones we can write them off. They gave up. You know what I mean? They. Yeah. they beat their wife let alone the republic republican party or the democratic party rather you know they can't they can't defeat all women so uh which is what it is with women like that they're so hooked into that fucking hive that you have to be right not only for her but for everybody she knows right if i'm not fucking these cunts why do i have to please them you know but like (laughs) the way it goes you know i mean like uh I, i have no reason to want to please them but here's what i what i was trying to say about all that is that these uh you know, uh, the political correctness, why it's so important is because, you know, politically, it used to be when they first started all that politically correct shit, it was, uh, well, here's some words we're going to agree not to use in mixed company, you know, just in politeness and at work, 
so that we uh, don't offend, uh, you know, accidentally, you know, and say something that's inappropriate where we're not aware. And you kind of go, well, I guess, all right, you know, that seems like uh, it actually helps in a way, you know. I mean, now I know I'm walking on firm ground. And then it progresses and progresses, you know, and it starts with one word you can't say, and then it's these words you can't say, and now right. it's and now they talk about politically correct thought, you know. Yeah. So now they've ratcheted all the way up to politically correct thought that you're supposed to have, and they accuse you of that, even if you don't say anything wrong. Well, you have politically incorrect thought, and these safe spaces are a great example of that because the safe spaces are, are widely interpreted to be a weak spot. You know, like, Oh, there's such weaklings. Look at these snowflakes. They're so bothered by all this stuff. And that is the exact wrong way to interpret that. That is arrogance. And that is, that's them establishing a, a foothold in the university or workplace where you can't say certain things. Right. They are safe spaces. And so they dictate the language in there. Okay, and so like eventually, it's a, it's a really simple leap to go from well, if we can't say it in the safe space, why would we have a campus that's so unsafe? Exactly. You know? Oh, okay, it's a safe campus then, and I'm telling <laughs> you that that's coming. That oh, coming. no doubt, no doubt. Yeah, the campuses yeah. was uh, the, the the laboratory where you see what they're going to pull on the nation overall, and so yeah, yeah definitely safe spaces was like a beachhead. For as they take control of everything, and and of course the big part of the campuses was like with uh, the incidences with Mattress Girl and all that sort of stuff was uh, how to eliminate due process because it's like uh, so the whole thing of Me Too and everything is just expanded and metastasized into eliminating due process almost and totally. So if I can't put you in jail, well I can fix it. Well you'll never work again and you'll starve to death. You know, yeah, I, how about you know. that? You know, we're we're gonna fix it so you have to drop out of college. You'll get a, you're gonna get expelled, right? And that was Obama's executive order. You know, exactly. Yeah, they expanded on Title Nine, and yeah, it was and a dear had- colleague letter that said if you don't start putting guys, uh, you know, in uh, out of school, expelling them, punishing them, uh, we want to see more convictions for sexual assault, and if we don't, then you're gonna lose federal funds, right? So they go, okay, whatever you say. We're liberal anyway. We don't give a shit. <laughs> you know, you probably know best. Yeah. I mean, like uh, the, the mattress girl, you know, that's that's a, a really, really, that's a case study in how wrong somebody can be and still be celebrated by by the hard left. Yeah. To this day. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's and blatantly what are, obvious what a lying psycho that she was. <laughs> what. And, you know, and she got off on the attention. That's more better than any guy willing to fuck her in the ass, which she requested in the text messages, (laughs) which, you know, I'm like, oh, you're a rape victim. But I guess because he didn't fuck her in the ass. I don't know. You know, why is it? You know, you know how that happened. And and I looked into this pretty closely. Uh, Her her whole allegation, you know, she'd had sex with him like at least two, two or three times. Yeah, yeah. So it was established that they were having sex and uh, it was, you know, it, when it, I, I guess he put it in her butt, you know, because she seemed to like have a desire for that. At least yeah, she was face. asking. Yeah, she said, come do it. You know, yeah. Come, like, Will you fuck me in the butt? Right. Uh, and, and that was after this happened, you know, the alleged. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So that was after that. And so like she said that it, that he put it in there and she started saying no and that he kept going or whatever. He didn't pull it out fast enough out of her butt. So I mean, like that's that's how it was. It wasn't yeah. even like well, what you think of his uh, rape, right? You know? No, 
It's like, it's, uh, it's people like, like her make a mockery of real rape victims. And then and you have the, then it becomes this media campaign with Lena Dunham and the like, who also another liar about <laughs> rape allegations, and you know, and, but still a hero. You know what I mean? She put toys into her sister's vagina. Exa- you know what I, mean? I know it's it's a disgrace that this woman is celebrated as some sort of feminist hero, and she oh, molested her own sister. Yeah, yeah, totally. You know, it's just a uh, it's it never ends. You know what I mean? There's like right. there's no limit. There's no limit to the to the number of, of points we can put on the board if we're if we're just counting inconsistencies and 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 you know hypocritical type uh, juxtapositions with the left. It never ends. It never ends. It's no. the ones that we know about. You don't have to really try to see it. You really don't. No, I mean because and then so like me too ends up. So some of the cases are legitimate, and I'm think I'm I'm, a, I'm and of course I'm assuming that Harvey Weinstein's are mostly legitimate. But some of these others are clearly not, and like that that stupid Pakistani comedian that I couldn't stand. But what happened to him is wrong about the woman who didn't like that he stuck his fingers down her throat or whatever or some shit. I can't remember, but I mean, it it, it was a consensual act, so it's that's not rape. But they still wanted to destroy the guy, and all this does is make it that much harder for rape victims to make their cases to the police and whatnot, because now they've created this entire scenario of doubt. So, yeah, you know, you think, oh, well, what really happened and all this sort of thing. And it just makes it harder and harder for them to do. So, yeah, yeah, it's harder for the cops to do their job to conduct investigations. And they're trying to be sensitive and they they're held to a standard of sensitivity, which is, uh, you know, look, I'm sure that it's it's reasonable to uh, want to to be able to just say, hey, I was raped. Believe me, I'm a woman. Uh, but the, unfortunately, we're not quite at that point yet where they will not ask you, you know, any goddamn questions at all in their investigation. <laughs> I know, I mean, exactly. If it comes down to court, you know, you will have to put your hand on a Bible. You will be questioned. And uh, we'd rather your story fall apart before we make a case, you know, <laughs> rather than because, you know, we're cops and we kind of know when people are, are kind of like bullshitting us and stuff like that. That's why, like a criminal case. They don't even care about a criminal case anymore. They're going to try it in the media. They take away your way to make a living. They take away all your friends. They take away all your power and influence yeah. and uh, hit you in the pocketbook. Now your employer will fire you. You know, it's it's like everybody's on board with this to just like punish people with right. no, you know, just, just on somebody's word. Criminal case, they don't give a shit if you go to jail. They don't care about justice. You know, they only care about winning. And all of that is to just take men out of positions and put women into them you know i mean that right. is the best example you know like the, the guy who owned uh i forget what sports team it doesn't really matter uh but all oh, the uh, lakers that uh what was his name oh no no not that guy okay <laughs> <laughs> although still that was you know you're talking about the magic johnson uh situation there where she was at the game with him yeah, well, I can't I'm forget. I'm blanking on the man's name who owned the team, but he was on tape talking about he was embarrassed about her accompanying uh, yeah. like Magic Johnson and other black men right, that right. she was having. Yeah, he yeah. said, "Yeah," and he got destroyed. Lost his team for that. Lost his team, which is none of that makes any sense. Uh, look, I mean, you let's say you're dating a girl, right? Let's say right. you own it. You're a rich man. Uh, she's much younger. You want her hanging around with Magic Johnson at the fucking game? I don't want that. <laughs> no. And I mean, they were calling him a racist and everything, but on the tape, he says, look, go ahead and fuck him. Do whatever you want. Just not publicly. So you're not humiliating me. That's all he was asking for. 
all I'm asking. Look, this, could you just not do it in public? Right. <laughs> could you not <laughs> suck him off in the middle of the court? <laughs> if you could not take him out to half court and suck his dick and get a in front of everybody. Just not yeah, do that. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. People are going to talk. You know what I mean? I have to have some kind of reputation here. Yeah. And but what I was talking about this uh, more recent thing where I, I was another it's a me too thing sexual allegations the guy has to step down he doesn't own the team anymore and now the new uh, the, you know who gets promoted the CEO to you know, of the team or whatever is uh, a woman you know yeah it's, it's, that you it's just uh, replace you know it's, right it, retire and replace yeah uh, you know they get them out they like like that's the way we're going to get you out you know you cannot fight this now there's a lot of momentum. And uh, yeah, I, there's limits. I mean, a C's. I don't think a C's is going to suffer at all. No, no, because, I think like, he. Yeah, he'll be all right. You know, Grace was just far too explicit and honest in her telling of the story. <laughs> yeah, you know? I mean, like, it's like she, she if, from the very beginning, she can't voice her ability, her uh, preferences on things because, like, he gave me white wine. I would have preferred red, but he <laughs> gave me white. Oh my God, the poor girl. Yeah, yeah, and you go, well, wait, why didn't you just tell him, you know? Oh, because you, you're not telling him anything. You're not giving well, him like, anything. Well, Pat, he, she gave him uh, nonverbal signals. Yeah, uh, <laughs> unless it was her flat hand dragged across her throat and shaking her head. <laughs> and I don't think that the, clearly, clearly he didn't get the signals, you know what I mean? I've met, I, I've met a C's a few times. He's, he's, he's like 5'2", you know what I mean? And he goes about exactly. Yeah. yeah. I don't think you're too intimidated here. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. this well, monster. Lot, they want it. They want it so that you can't fuck anybody and 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 feel that you're in the clear. You know what I mean? They, right. they, they want constant fear, and and really that just serves the other agenda. You know, the demonized men. You know. Yeah, and, and it's a like, means by which like, achieving power. You know, easily is a stepping stone. So you make an example of this character and that character, and now you've got this tool that you can use literally yeah. to just take over a CEO position of a team, you know, right, right. and stuff like that. So that's what that right. and time's up is all about that. But, you know, you're going to have to have more women controlling Hollywood studios. That'll make up for all the rapists and predators that they palled around with for decades. <laughs> yeah. How they got their roles to begin with. Yeah. You know, I, like, look, uh, wait, but I, yeah, the Time's Up movement does come as a shock, you know, because a lot of us are out here, what, rape time's over? What? <laughs> I probably would have known it was an end point. I would have enjoyed it more, you know? Damn. Yeah. And that's the I thing. I mean, like with Oprah Winfrey and her big speech, and then, of course, immediately all the pictures, she's practically in the room with Harvey while he's raping these girls. <laughs> you yeah. know? So it was yeah. just, I mean, come on. But hey, man, cut Oprah some slack. It's not like she had a platform by which she could reach millions of Americans <laughs> and the entire woman population. You know, she had no way. Yeah, you're right. Like, I mean, she's just one lady. You know? That was her she one opportunity. She finally got to a microphone. Yeah, yeah, finally. Finally, she made it, you know, and could condemn it, you know. But look, you know. Look, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all these, it wasn't that long ago when they were all praising Roman Polanski and saying what a crime it was that he wasn't allowed to come home to the States because of well, they've uh, he, changed on that, haven't they? Uh, well, some, I guess, but I mean, how do you do that when you're Meryl Streep and she was applauding him, all that stuff, you know, I, you know, it, it's just blatantly obvious. So and all these, all these leftist fruits love Woody Allen movies too. I don't care what yeah. they say. <laughs> Like they'll make, they made the movie and then they're like, I regret it. I'm not going to work with him again. You know, it's like, yeah, 
cross it off your bucket list, right? Right. And Woody Allen is when he gets lumped in with creeps at all, it's infuriating because like you know, just really do do any research about it. You know what I mean? Like I looked into it. He didn't he didn't do anything. To yeah, his I, there's no evidence there. There's a lot of evidence that Mia Farrow is insane, and she probably polluted her daughter, and that's the story. That's yeah. that's not only your conclusion. That's your conclusion of the good people at the Yale, you know, like child fucking prevention uh, group right. or whatever, who was hired by the prosecutor to dig up the dirt on Woody Allen. They came in, they did all the research, and they go, "Well, it looks to us like she was coerced. I don't think she was molested." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we won't be using that. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. So. <laughs> It's, it's like just base it in reality. I don't care how liberal somebody is or how hard left they are. If you've researched it and, and that's what you think, fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, but at, least, at least just stop, you know, just accepting the, uh, you know, prevailing narrative about about everything that's in the media because, it's, right. you know, it, that's, Trump exposed the media for, for being the partisan hacks that they are. Yeah. And uh, take advantage of that, you know, I mean, like because it's never been more stark than it is now. That's right. I mean, it, it. you're not a criminal for just asking a question. And and speaking of that, I mean, lately, I don't know what to completely make of it, but it's beginning to sound like Rose McGowan's scenario with Harvey Weinstein was more regret than it was an actual assault here, where she got into the hot tub with him and, you know, things happened. Uh, so, I mean, I mean, granted a horrific experience to have sex with that, that toad, but still, I'm not sure I'm now I'm beginning to doubt it. You know, I don't know. How about having an entire career? You know what I mean? Based on, 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 you know, doing a, a, a simple act of like, I mean, look, she's going to fuck somebody for to, to get a role. Right. Yeah, you, know? Yeah. you know, women are attracted to power anyway. You know I mean? Like, uh, that, that guy might be a toad, but I mean, like you show me the best looking Hollywood executive. Uh, in the whole fucking city, you know what I mean? And, right. and it's not, not going to be that different, you know? So yeah. you might as well go where the most power is. And like, I mean, even Grace's story, you know, when she's uh, the alleged Grace, you know, talking about uh, a seize and all that shit, you know what I mean? Like yeah. the thing she describes, she's completely unaware that there's not really quite anything wrong with all that. You know what right, I mean? Like, right. She's unaware that that is, and that's, you know, what the bullshit that she's been fed, you know I mean? Like, Hey, I guess it's a kind of a truism, you know, but if a woman believes something strongly enough and is indignant enough about it, then she believes, you know, that there's really, there's no question about that. They're not going to listen to any conflicting information. They're not going to listen to, you know, yeah. look, rationality is not necessarily their strong suit. I'm not an ally, by the way. I should point this out. <laughs> <laughs> not an ally. <laughs> yeah, I kind of uh, figured that out. Uh but uh, but that's the thing. Again, we come <laughs> we come back to emotion first over reason of like, well, this detail doesn't fit. How dare you? You know, and that kind of attitude is what you get. Plus, in a lot of ways, uh, hashtag me too is aptly named because it's kind of like, yeah, me too. And everybody wanted to jump onto it. And so she's kind of into the attention she can get out of this story when in reality, nothing really happened. She doesn't have an actual me too story. No, but you know what? The more time that goes by, the more people sort of forget the details because there's so many of these cases. And right. then, you know, in a way, the guy does suffer maybe nothing immediate, no immediate consequences. Like in this case, I don't know if there was any immediate consequences. I'm sure there was something. But even if there's not, it's that perma stain that he has on his shirt. You know what right, I mean? It's right. like he's wearing that scarlet letter, uh, so, so to speak. 
By the way, uh, a, a great piece about the uh, mayor of uh, uh, Nashville, uh, who's a who a female, you know, who had sex with her security guard. Oh yeah, security right, guard, yeah. Uh, it's going to be appearing, I believe, uh, in the Daily Beast. Uh, so I wanted to mention it. It's uh, you know, it's it's very fair. It's not like what we were saying. It's very fair, uh, and, but it's also fair enough, you know, and, right. and, and a very thing i i do i i think i don't want to go fully on the record on that but uh whatever i don't know anything about anything that's the main thing but it, <laughs> any, any writing but and why, shit like but that's why you I ask just, questions yeah you know asking questions is really frowned upon because he, questions yes. are seen as statements you know a question makes a, a, a person who doesn't have the answer feel defensive and angry and uh and that's why the question is seen as it's, it's like saying, well, I don't believe you, you know, if you if you ask more questions, it's like, well, we don't instantly believe you on everything. I'm sorry, we don't. It's just like it's not the way I mean, there, I don't know. Wasn't there some, the Magna Carta or something like that? You know, some kind yeah. of a document about law and shit. It's been around for hundreds of years. It's uh, you don't just throw all that out, you know, because <laughs> right. uh, they, they call themselves so progressives. And yet. Uh, they're wanting to throw out the progress that uh, man has made since the days of Magna Carta, where you know the king had to be under the law like like the peasants. Sure, yeah, and the Magna Carta is a great document, but you know, progress yeah. is a very, is a word that has a lot of significance. You know, like progressivism is a word that has significance. It's like because when you think of progress, you think well, you, there has to be a destination, right? I mean, right, like you're right. moving. What's that destination? You know, what What exactly do all these policies, if you extrapolate, you know, not having due process, but being ruined in the media, being accused of something that you did or didn't do and being punished for it, uh, you know, like collusion between uh, foreign uh, governments and the Democratic Party and uh, leaving out information on the FISA uh, warrant, you know, uh, FISA application that ends up being a, a warrant that ends up uh, doing surveillance all the things, you know, like in the memo and all the policies, if you if you look at what do they bring about, and it's uh, it it's not a good place. No. It's not a good place. So we're progressing towards something, if we follow progressivism, that is just really not going to serve uh, the no, good it, of, of it, anybody. It's just a pathway to tyranny. Uh, it's a means by which increasing power and control over people. So if you don't have due process, you can't control. You better keep your goddamn head down and say the thing I want to hear. That's yeah. what it is, you know. Yeah, and pay uh, pay Caesar is due. And uh, look, it's 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 it is a scary thing, man, because it's a futuristic type of idea where you know there's this ultimate government control and shit like that. That's yeah. when you see that. If you're somebody who says, "Oh, you know, the left and the right, they have their they they're all full of shit," you know what I mean? I tuned out on all that stuff forever ago, and they're they they're all just as bad as the other. The other ones do it too, and all that stuff. Yeah. That's not what we're talking about. That is really <laughs> not what we're talking about. It's something much, much more devious, real, identifiable, and objectively dangerous. That's that's something that that I hope that uh, you know that that kind of whole group of people, you know, who don't really want to think about it, you know, if you're going to vote and you should start. Just, just look at it and consider it. You know, don't don't assume that everything is the same on both sides. I'm not trying right. to say that Republicans are virtuous because they're Republicans. No, no they're not, not at all. No, I'm trying to say Trump is 
he's a chance. You know what I mean? He right, is, right. Everything you may say about him, I don't think he could have accomplished everything he did without being the way he is. But you can hate his manner if you, if you want to. But, like, that guy right there is, you know, he's <laughs> he's – He's a guy who can change things for the better, and, and he already has. And, and, and really, he's the only guy, because once he's done, it will never get this good again, not in our lifetime. No, no. And, I mean, like some people were scoffing at the comparisons to Reagan's time because he, you know, it was an important time that he came in at the, you know, to break the, the uh, leftist co- chokehold that the government had had in the tax rates yeah. and whatnot. And uh, so, so Trump's not as elegant as Reagan was, <laughs> but it's the it's the same type of deal, where something had to give, and that's the result of what Trump is. And plus, I can't think of a more appropriate and better uh, middle finger to the disgusting debauchery that is Washington D.C. than Donald Trump is. And uh, yeah. I maybe I should, and they call it Schadenfreude, but I have enjoyed watching my enemies squirm at in his presence. <laughs> <laughs> because oh, it's a treat. watching them freak out about everything that's happening right now, you know, watching watching their reaction to the uh, speech, you know, watching and listening to the things they say to kind of counteract, try and like, you know, <laughs> they want to squelch any groundswell of support that could happen for Trump. You know, they hate it. They hate it so much. Yeah. Uh, and that, it has been fun to watch that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It is. It, like, I mean, like, if nothing else, it reminds us we have to keep our sense of humor, too. You know, right. like we've been political you know talking basically the whole time no dig jokes hardly at all we wedged them in where no, we could it's amazing i'm, I'm very proud of us yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but i mean you have to we have to keep it funny and realize that like everything that they're saying is not real it's it's like a you know you, you gotta just laugh it off and say yeah. you know like this whole boogeyman man that they're talking about is not real you really got to enjoy that trump managed to get cnn to put shithole on their screens for a week <laughs> <laughs> no yeah. other president has ever been able to do that. so good yeah. work mr trump <laughs> well you know and, and let's let's also remember that reagan was around in a much gentler time wasn't he you know reagan Somewhat, was around yeah. people would still say things like well i might not respect the man but i respect the office you know yeah and get away with these gaffes that like you know if that with trump it's like you know, they, you know well the scrutiny right. is bigger and louder because of the you know, the internet technology we have today, you know, the exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's gotten more blown up and, uh, it's, and, and really ignorant points of view, you know, they get equal time as like, uh, actual points of view, you know? <laughs> yes. so, and it's like, it's like title nine. That's the whole idea. They want to make it so that ignorance gets elevated just as like, like, but with title nine, they, you have to have the same amount of money for male athletics and lesbian athletics, you know, <laughs> yes. the way they have to have it. They have to provide it in the law that it, that you have to do equal amounts of this and this. And it's like, well, soon, right. but soon I think they're going to have to require people a, uh, attend the lesbian games because no one ever does. You know, yeah. they get pushing women's basketball, but no one would show up because it just isn't any good. Right. And so now you're going to have to force people to go or you're expelled. They'll subsidize it. You know what I mean? Right. They'll, right. They'll, yeah. They'll figure and, it out, you know. And say, yeah, look, so- more power to you if you want to do your women's sports, but you've got to earn the the the, the viewers and the customers or what have you. And yeah, so you know they what I mean? just like, don't I, understand I, that. I mean, granted, they play basketball a hell of a lot better than I do. You know? Yes, but no one has ever paid money to see me play basketball. No, <laughs> and they never will. <laughs> that's the, that's the deal. That's yeah. the deal. 
That's yeah, I think what we have here is with, with the left, it's very a, a very childlike response to deals where uh, they immediately want to change. They're like a kid losing a ball game, and so they want to change the rules uh, so they can win. And a lot of that is like changing the meaning of words and all that type of thing, and it comes up over and over again because I can't win. And ultimately, if I can't win, I want you to shut up because I can't beat you in an argument because I don't even have one to begin with. That's and true. That's yeah, yeah. pretty much what it is. And, 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 and really winning, you know, the electoral college, that's what it is. We want to win. Yeah. We just want to win. But, you know, like if you do that, if you get rid of the electoral college, then you're giving the election to whoever the immigrants vote for. Yeah. Because, you know, you're talking about the two biggest centers of, of immigration, illegal and illegal, uh, in the United States, in New York and in, in California, you know, right. and in Manhattan. Six to one Democrats to Republicans. Yeah. And in California, as there's, I'm sure, in, you know, the in the cities, a very similar thing. Now you get out in the rest of the country and you look at that big red map where all these yes. counties won by Trump. <laughs> all that sanity. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's kind of weird, right? It's like, oh, it's. Yeah. That's the whole plot. You can understand why the Democrats are doing what they're doing. And it's like, so the Electoral College is something for an idiot who doesn't understand why it's there is because a state like mine, Louisiana, it's over, you know, because it's basically New York City and Los Angeles run the show. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. And, and really, you know, they, it's, it's, you know, maybe if they got rid of the Electoral College, we'd see a big influx of Republican money uh, into the cities, you know. Yeah. It might yeah. not be a bad thing if, you know, like local governments and shit like that, notoriously shittily run by Democrats. Look at any city that has a Democratic... Oh, yeah, it's devastating. And, and yeah, it just doesn't but work. But the problem you know? there is the Republicans will just change their tune and become the Democrat light, you know, in order to get into that, trying to smooth these uh, voters. But face it, that's what was happening with Bush, you know? Yes, I mean, that's exactly what Bush was, yeah. Yeah, they're all these, like, uh, they're, you know, cucks to the liberal... <laughs> The leftist cause, you know, they finally realized that the, the Republicans started just going like, well, we'll try to get something passed. But, you know, they don't really try. And yeah. oh, another defeat for us. And we got beat again, you know, and they realized, OK, our job here is to just like uh, enjoy the money uh, and, uh, you know, not make any waves. You know, we'll right. be the quote opposition here to the to the Democrats. But, you know, we're not really into it's, winning. Yeah, it's it's just more theater. You know, because they're they're all political careerists. So the last thing they want to do is damage uh, the the gravy train that they've built there. That's just stealing from everybody. That's why we've all become so alienated from politics on the the right. right. We had for so long. It's because nobody said anything we agreed with without with. And if they did, they also said a whole bunch of shit we didn't agree with. Yeah. You know, it's like. Well, I don't really know what anybody stands for anymore. You know, I mean, like, if nothing else, let's let Trump be the beginning of a new fucking era of opposition between two two parties, rather than like you know, uh, uh, theater opposition and uh, an agreement in reality. You know, right. and, and really you know, giving over in order to keep making money in office. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, I feel like I've I've really prevailed upon your time here. It's okay, Pat. I've enjoyed every minute of it. Yeah, we really went overboard, but it's a tough, uh, 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 very expansive uh, subject matter that goes on and on and on. But I'm pretty sure we solved all of it. <laughs> yeah, I think we touched on most. If, if people would listen to us, they wouldn't be. They would be more right than they currently are. 
yes. unless they already agree with us, in which case there'd be no change. Right. But so they need to check started. out uh, a New York City Crime Report, uh, Pat's uh, primary uh, podcast, and then of course the Compound Media version, which is Crime Report now, because turns out. Crimes happen also outside of the limits of New York City. So there's, the, <laughs> so there's that. And then there's, of course, Trump, uh, which is a great new podcast. Oh, and you just did a video version of it recently, I saw. It uh, went up today at 4 p.m. It went up, so it should cool. be on the highlight now for free, I assume. Uh, yeah. But, but yeah, it, tomorrow, but it's there. And uh, one other thing I want to mention besides Trump, which you know, compoundmedia.com, just two sites, compoundmedia.com and crimereport.nyc. Right. Just uh, go there, uh, you know, crimereport.nyc. It's free. So listen to the show. And But I'm going to be on uh, Comedy Central's uh, show, but on the online version uh, that they have, they claim that, that more people will even uh, watch that almost <laughs> than, than, than uh, watch the TV version. I don't know. So I'm not promoting that, but like uh, I did a story on this is not ha- this is not happening, and I think it debuts February 23rd around midnight cool. uh, on uh, Comedy Central's website, ComedyCentral.com. All right, well, I'll check that out. And before we uh, leave you, Pat, I just wanted to uh, give a, a shout out to uh, your, your lovely wife's uh, interview with Artie Lang. Uh, that was very touching and wonderful, and we all hope Artie is doing well uh, and will. Re- oh. Come back. Thanks. You know, I it actually, you know, uh, as a result of that interview, uh, my wife began using heroin. <laughs> uh, well, he does make a strong case for it. <laughs> it does sound very he's, good. Yeah, he's done very well. Yeah. Why not? You good? I'll, I'll pass that along. Thanks, Doug. Yeah, Mandy. Yeah, uh, it was a great job. Our columns in the Daily Beast every week too. Uh, yeah. So. Uh, People get a chance to check that out, and I appreciate the time. And, and Doug, thanks for being such a such a patriot and a, and a supporter. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's all my pleasure, Pat. Uh, worth every penny I've spent at Compound Media. I've just renewed my my subscription. Uh, you guys do great work there, and I do enjoy your shows. And I'll be working on future cartoon versions of Pat Dixon's yeah. work with Seth Baron. God, those the, are great. Those yeah. are so great. God, I love those, man. They're so I love those. They're, they're, they're and they're look. They, they you keep evolving it, you know, and making yeah. it even. It's, it's so fun to watch. We've been putting one on Crime Report most every week, and and then the, <laughs> the other ones are kind of like you find them around. But you know, I, I we look for those on the new uh, what do you call it YouTube. I'm, too many instructions. Don't worry about it. <laughs> we'll get to Thanks it. Just keep. That's all I want to say. <laughs> <laughs> Stay in touch with Pat yeah. Dixon. He's got new things coming out for you. And uh, once again, thanks for being a part of the Mr. Nelson show and helping me uh, solve the world's problems, which I believe we have. If only they would listen. Thanks, <laughs> All right. Uh, good night, everybody. Thanks for listening. The views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson Show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they will be promptly ignored and or blocked. They merge their social problems with politics, which is the absolute wrong thing to do. The government is not there to wipe your ass and worry about your private lives and stuff. It's like the whole gay marriage thing. Well, why do we need the government involved in marriage at all to begin with? That's between the couple, and that's it. The only time you need the government is when you're getting divorced and you got to go to court. <laughs> that's 
They could have they could have rectified that with that with with that uh, you know like making all marriage just like a civil agreement or whatever. And, right. You know, but like. Uh, but people, political, professional political activists want the fight. That's how they make money. That's what they want. They want the fight. They want the money, and they they want to like, and they know how to pick a fight. You know, they're not going to Muslim bakeries and saying we want cakes. Exactly. You know? <laughs> yes. Because uh, and they'll—that's the thing. They would immediately grab their ankles on that issue if it's a Muslim bakery. Absolutely. You know, you know I, yeah. every thought Muslim beats everything right now. Uh, yeah, and that's another thing. Uh, like we were talking about Milo, I think uh, 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 gay people, particularly gay men, are not the cool kids anymore. The the transgenders are for now, anyway. Oh man, and you know that's why the gays hate the trans. Kind they of, do, know, they boy. Like, yeah. yeah, they're more transphobic than everybody because oh, they have like, yeah. assholes, you know. <laughs> yeah. All right, man, I gotta go. I'll talk. I to know. You. I thanks, Pat. Thanks for doing it. It's great. We'll talk again sometime. Okay. See you. Bye, bye.